Hello and welcome to the Sportsbet Greyhound Racing Podcast. We are back, bigger, better and faster than ever. I'm your host, Patrick Garchay, and I'm joined beside me, of course, the ever-reliable Squirrel and, uh, and Gunner. Uh, two gun uh, sports bet greyhound traders, boys. Welcome. Thanks, Patty. Thanks for having us, Pat. No, it's uh, it's great to uh, have you in here. And as I said, uh, we're now back in a weekly format. Very exciting, um, and we can't wait to uh, to get stuck into the uh, Perth Cup heats and the, and the Galaxy heats that we've got this week. Great night of racing at Cannington on Saturday. Uh, plenty of uh, good Victorians have gone over for the heats, so it's always a good one. And um, Perth puts on a good show, so looking forward to it. The uh, Western Australian greyhounds are always competitive uh, no matter where they go. It's a long trip yeah. to the uh, other side of the country <laughs> uh, taking these dogs and, th- and they have uh, drawn really good fields this year. Well, I, I saw that. Like I was looking into uh, some of the fields and, and uh, you know, they, they mentioned the term Victorian Raiders. I mean, you know, you normally hear that in thoroughbred racing, the international Raiders, but, you know, in greyhound racing, it seems to be, you know, if you're going over west, that you're a, a Victorian Victorian Raider. So a handful of them, obviously, uh, that we'll see running around at Cannington on Saturday night. But, uh, no, it's exciting stuff. Let's, uh, let's get stuck into it, Skrill. Uh, race one, of course, is the, uh, the first heat for the, for the Galaxy, the staying event for the, for the, for the Dish Lickers. What do we like? Well, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good race to kick off proceedings. Um, there's um, a couple of really good ones here that, uh, that I like. Um, Moment of Jive is on a winning streak. Um, it's, it's sort of got the home ground advantage. But when it came over to Victoria, it was sort of – it just didn't quite match it with the best of them. Mm. Um, so, look, it, it, is, it is in the mark, right in the market, but um, – I like the two wider runners in Bonnie Beauty, um, a Victorian dog, and Zipping Caitlin, which is from New South Wales. Um, Bonnie Beauty is a dog you wouldn't trust too often um, with your hard earned. It either wins or just um, gives up. But I think uh, from that box, it has a speed to cross, and um, I think it will be too good. Gunner? Uh, yeah, agree with most of that, Simon. Um, moments of jive. She's. Uh, Got the home ground advantage. I think Pete O'Neill, the uh, WA race caller, refers to her as the Black Flash. Um, <laughs> she usually gets the rail, uh, starts well, and she's really hard to get past. The only problem that I see on the speed map is Tallulah that's drawn underneath her. It does like to push wide early, and she can begin pretty well off the carpet. I don't think Tallulah's a winning chance, but... She'll shape the speed map early. Having said that, I'm not going to go past the local. She's just been in such good form and she's she's really difficult to get past when she leads. So uh, disagree with Simon there on the first one and I think Moment to Jive is the one to beat. Um, and backing up what Simon said about Bonnie Beauty, uh, she's got an interesting record, hasn't she? She's 27 starts and she's 14 wins and no seconds, no thirds. So she either collects the first prize or she collects nothing. Boys, as you said, Moment to Jive in absolute ripping form. All I can see up here is a picket fence. That's just win, 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 and win. You mentioned that you know she couldn't quite do it when she went over to the uh, to the east uh, coast of the nation, but luckily uh, for her, she's staying home. Boys, race two, the uh, the infamous box one restaurant. At, uh, can you boys <laughs> been to Cannington before? I have. Yeah, it's, it's actually yeah. a great place. Do you, uh, do you actually remember how you got home last time you uh, were there? Let's not go there, but uh, <laughs> it's a lovely place, Perth. <laughs> uh, so race two sees the. Potential superstar Rip and Sam. He's not not quite there yet. He's still got a few more things to tick off before he he gets the superstar status. Uh, he's drawn a little awkwardly. There's some speed to his outside. Cruiser Coin does like to come down to the rail early, and there's even speed underneath him. 
Uh, so he will need luck in running. Um, I actually am going to tip around him in this one, just at the short quote. I don't really want to buy into for a dog that gets back. Yes, he's the best dog in the field, uh, but I'm actually going to tip the two and the three here at each way odds. Uh, but just keep in mind that there's only seven runners, so there's only two place dividends. But I thought the two and the three could lead early, and uh, if something happens behind them, one of them might hold on at a decent price. Boys, do you give Fled, the, uh, the, the red dog, any chance in this one? Doing a little bit of reading. Had a great... Uh Win first up at the 715 metres last start. Uh, can it do it again? Well, it's one of these um, punters HQ syndicate dogs. So <laughs> the, there's a weight of money that goes on these dogs uh, whenever they run around. Uh, it's stepped up uh, dramatically in distance last start and um, it did get the chocolates. Uh, I think it's a bit up in class now. Mm. It's against an absolute superstar. Um, so I think, um, you know, it might it might tire on its run and just... Uh, find one or two better he's a massive dog this dog fled and uh when you see his action he's just legs and bits and pieces going <laughs> going everywhere so uh yeah for those running around him they'll uh they'll certainly feel it but yeah not for, not for mine either as Simon said he's a long way up in class mm-hmm. lads do you, so obviously going off that you're going with ripping sam to, i like uh, i like team? yeah i like ripping sam um he's just yeah he's he's an absolute superstar and um i think he'll um yeah he couldn't get the the chocolates at Wenty Park, um, but I think yeah he'll he'll um, take he'll make this um, easy pickings for this field. Yeah, beautiful. There you go. As we said, guys, uh, ripping Sam from the uh, from the green alley there for Robert Britton. Boys, moving on to race three, the uh, third and final heat for the uh, for the Perth Galaxy. Of course, over seven hundred fifteen metres, a large distance there. You know, you don't normally see many of those <laughs> long distance. It's a great. Uh, Spectacle? Do you just? I quickly digress here, but do you remember Swift Fantasy? The uh, I certainly the, do. Uh, the New Zealand dog that's brought back some great memories. Just <laughs> watching him just go to the back of the field and, and mow them down. I mean, if anyone out there hasn't uh, seen, do yourself a favour. <laughs> yeah, um, one of the greats. Oh, absolutely. Always a hundred to one in the running. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was great stuff. Unbelievable. Moving on, we've got race three. As I said, the uh, the third and final heat for the galaxy. What do we like here, lads? Well, tornado tears. If anyone caught it at Sandown. Uh, its first start over 700 last week ran a blistering 4120 uh if it if it can make a habit out of jumping well from all boxes both uh middle inside and wide then this is the dog that's going to take the mantle of fanta bale being the the best day and now now that she's gone there's an opportunity for something to step up and for me this is the dog that profiles as that if it can jump as well as it did last Thursday night. And if it does, well, nothing's catching it. It looks an absolute superstar in the making. Uh, I'll just I'll just say that, yeah, I've, I've seen dogs like this before. And, it, yeah, that time, like, was simply unbelievable. Hard to, hard to um, um, like, believe it could run that time first go. But um, it is drawn out at wider, up in class. Like, it beat up a pretty easy field at Sandown uh, last week. So there's a few queries for me. It... it if it repeats that time, obviously it just wins. But yeah, I've I've got a few queries on it, um, doing it from a bit wider at a new track. Um, and Simon keeping last start won the Group One against uh, Rip and Sam, who is Tornado Tears' brother. But um, yeah, a few queries. I've got it on top, but I, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I think Simon keeping could uh, could be the one to beat it. Fantastic stuff. So just to quickly recap there for the Galaxy uh, Galaxy Heats, we've got Moment to Jive, we've, we've picked. Gunner, you definitely picked it. 
Squirrel, you've picked Bonnie Beauty to uh, come across and take the chocolates there. Yep. In race two, we've gone with Rippin' Sam at $1.50 from the Green Alley. Yeah, I, I actually liked uh, Alan Mike and Dandel Up Annie maybe to, to upset it if Rippin' Sam finds trouble. Uh, conceding that it's the best dog, but yep. he does, does get back, so he needs some luck. Fantastic. And uh, Tornado Tears, as we said before. Lads, moving on to the uh, the Perth Cup now, Perth Cup Heats. Uh, let's kick things off, Squirrel, with uh, the first the first eight. Yep, so um, I think we, we spoke about this dog um, last uh, podcast uh, about how hard a chase was, but Fernando Express has drawn exactly where he wants uh, in box one. Um, he's Yeah, he's an unbelievable chaser. I expect him to run top two. Um, whether he wins or not, uh, I think we'll come down to how far in front AstraZone gets. So I've probably got AstraZone on top uh, to win, but um, if you want an each way bet, I would have thought Fernando Express won't let you down. Mm. Having a look at his, his recent form, he's uh, got those sort of Tom Melbourne sort of, uh, <laughs> yes. sort yes. of seconds and thirds pacing. Yep. So let's hope he he's can un- back the he, trend and he get is, that win. He is four from four from inside boxes, so he's finally drawn where he wants. That's yep. what you want. Gunnar, how about you, mate? Yeah, I think AstroZone's the one to beat. I think come on Emmeline, who's a, a speedster, will help AstroZone get down to the rail early. Uh, that's where AstroZone does its best work. If it's in the first two down the back straight, it'll peel off and just go past come on Emmeline. Uh, he's really, really strong late. He's run over the 600 before and put in some good performances. Hometown advantage, I can't go past it. And I thought Poppy Manelli from box six might be the value. Fantastic. Boys, moving on to race five. Of course, the first leg of the quaddy. We'll touch on a, a cheeky little quaddy a bit later in the show. But uh, race five, let's kick things off. So Strike a Light um, was well, uh, just missed out in the Easter egg last start. Um, she led pretty much all the way and just got run down by her arch rival, Uphill Jill, who we'll talk about a bit later. But um, she's drawn wider out uh, in her heat in the seven, but I still think she's got the... Um, the acceleration to get across um, quite easily. So I think she'll lead and win. Um, the only one I sort of gave a second, a, a bit of a chance to was Benny Manelli from the one thought he could punch up. And um, yeah, if, if Stryker made any mistakes, then Benny Manelli could uh, run over the top. Where do you stand, Gunnar? Yeah, I think uh, Slingshot Gypsy and Strike a Light will lead early. Uh, Slingshot Gypsy, her, the, the times at the Meadows aren't overly strong. Uh, I expect Strike a Light to peel past it late, even though she, um, it has had a bit of travel lately. Uh, it's gone to Sydney for the Easter egg. It's come back for one start last weekend in Melbourne, and now it's gone to WA. But I just couldn't find anything else to, to top it off, so uh, Strike a Light as well. There you go. You can get a dollar seventy-five for the uh, well-travelled strike a light. Now, race six. Of course, we're getting into the real late-night uh, action here. <laughs> if you're over <laughs> in the east, this is almost at a eleven p.m. And I like that. You know, the yep. clear air over there in the west, and uh, obviously with a twelve-race card, it's uh, you know gives you plenty of uh, plenty of stuff to punt on. Now, boys, um, one that pokes out at me here in race six is Benelli, the Victorian Raider that I was reading up on before. But where do you stand, lads? Yeah, this is um, this is actually Jonathan Brown's uncle's dog. Uh, he's given it to the very astute trainer Rob Britton. Uh, so John O Brown will probably uh, be a few cans deep on Saturday night watching this one. But I th- I think it's a big chance. Like if uphill Jill, like she's the Easter egg winner and she does everything right. But um, if she does make some sort of mistake, I think Benali ideally boxed and is the one to beat uphill Jill. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I really like Benali as well. It, it went over for a start last week. And if anybody follows WA Racing, it 
uh, was on West on Augie's back yep. the whole time, uh, and it I think it ran twenty nine sixty six. Um, so if you're finishing second running that time, you've been really stiff. West on Augie's the favourite to take out this whole thing. So I'm thinking, well, if it can run within a couple of lengths of West on Augie, first go at the track, uh, draw on the rail, it's just going to get in uphill Jill's wake, and I think uh, it'll be too strong at the end, so I'm tipping Benali as well. Great stuff. Well, 420 uh, for Benali and for uphill Jill, $1.65. Check a little shout-out to Jonathan Brown there, who will be, as we said, uh, on the cans <laughs> at, at uh, 8 to 11, watching, uh, yeah. watching that one over there in the West. Lads, we're going to move on to race seven now. We're getting into the nitty-gritty of the uh, Perth Cup heats. So we have Equanimity in box six, which is last year's winner, but I just don't think she's going as well this time around. She seems to have lost a bit of her box speed. She's Yeah, she's drawn a bit awkwardly. So uh, it, is a, it, it is a race which with a few chances, but um, I wouldn't be jumping on her um, to back up uh, this year. But, yeah, I thought it was a bit of a tough race for me. I thought um, Hasten slowly out in the eight. Um, probably should account for these. Uh, very good Victorian dog. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of queries in this race, so I wasn't that confident. Um, but, yeah, Hasten slowly for me. Yeah, I agree with most of what Simon said there. I, I found it a, a tricky race as well. Every time I've priced a WA race and it's a big event and I, and I think the same thing about equanimity, it just makes <laughs> you look like a mug. It's a, it's a really reliable beginner and it somehow seems to peak for every feature in WA. So I'm going to tip equanimity, but I only want to back it if it's $4 or greater. If it's anything under that, I think you're taking poison odds. Very good. You couldn't have uh, couldn't have said it any better. Now, boys, before we move on to the next race, I want to talk about the thing that is uh, taking over the greyhound world at the moment. Of course, the footage that uh, arose uh, in England, Henlow, yeah, uh, Henlow dogs. What happened there? Oh. That was oh. some of the most remarkable footage I've ever seen. Of course, if you haven't seen it, the dog, um, you know, ran off the track and then gunned it across and jumped into a pond. It um, it is one of those things that uh, you do see occasionally where um, the dog has. Um, got uh, either fallen or just got a bit caught up in yep. traffic and then it's its way of getting to the lure as quickly as possible is directly across the track. <laughs> Unfortunately for this dog at Henlow, there was a pond in the middle of the track and it's uh, its completely missed uh, the pond. Or it's jumped straight in the pond, didn't see it coming. So it was, uh, it was quite, I think Twitter went off. Um, oh, it was yeah. It was spectacular stuff. It's great I mean, to watch. You know, People coming out saying it's the best climb they've ever seen <laughs> yeah. uh, in a yeah. greyhound race, and and no, it was it was really special. One other thing I've noticed in in the, in, in England that they the callers call them by their numbers. Yeah, yep. and yeah. they still stuff it up. Oh, yeah, and, they, and there's only six dogs. I oh, know that's 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 crap for me. So, I mean, there, yeah. there's uh, there's no, great great there. footage from a few months ago. It's it's so far it's my my favourite uh, race uh, since UK dogs have have been aired on Sky One. Where the uh, the female race caller who works on at the races mm. uh, continues to call them past the winning post oh. after the race has been finished and the dogs are chasing the lure into the into the back straight, she's still calling them past the winning post. So, yep, but maybe uh, they don't do their form too strongly yeah, over there. Cack handed stuff, especially with the, the lure going around the outside of the track sometimes as well. And anyway, we, we digress. But we <laughs> thought are greyhounds known to swim? Are they known swimmers? Oh yeah, they love the, yeah they love okay. a dam or a pond yeah yeah. I, I did I did hear that the connection said that the dog was completely fine. It so was. At yep. the end of the day, we can have a, a bit of a giggle. About <laughs> yeah, it have to be a cold day for a dip in uh, oh, in April Henlo. in England. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> tell you about it. All right, fellas, we, we're uh, we're pushing through to the last three heats now for the um 
for the Perth Cup. Now, race eight on top uh, in the betting, we've got Alpha Giorgio uh, running from the uh, from the four alley. Where do we stand on this one, boys? Um, yeah, I'm I'm usually an Alpha Giorgio fan. Probably a bit close to the rail though. Um, Vanderwarp out in the eight uh, has blistering early speed. I thought it would cross. Um, it is it is coming back from a long layoff, and it's only had the four hundred meter under its belt. But Chris Hulse, expert trainer, I think he'd have him cherry ripe, um, putting him in this series. So yeah, I thought Vanderwarp leads and wins um, this race. But, yeah, if Giorgio gets some um, clear air, it's definitely right right in the mix. Yeah, uh, same again. We're, uh, we're, we're on, the, on the same track today, Simon and I. Uh, Vanderwall came back for an easy kill over the 405 at Mandra last week. Uh, we actually had a little bit of money for it in the all-in, which indicates that, it, that it's prob- probably travelling well and been prepped for this. So... Box eight is uh, the perfect draw for it. No speed underneath it. I think it'll lead easily, uh, like Alfred Giorgio as well. Uh, but I actually thought that if Vanderwarp didn't win, uh, Shezzy Allen in the in the uh, five might cause a bit of an upset. Lovely to hear. And you don't give uh, the Green Dog not available. I give the most confusing name on the <laughs> on the card. You could say any chance at four dollars forty. No, not for mine. He, it needs the rail. Uh, just all of its. All of its results, um, but early on in, in its career, in, when it was in weaker fields, it could get away with the outside draw. But at this level, it's never shown anything to indicate that it, that it's going to handle it. It'll probably make a mug of me and come yeah. out and win. Well, but I, will, I will say it's probably its best. Well, the, the run where I sort of stood up and took notice was its Melbourne Cup heat from the six. It was an amazing run. Um, only lost to Aston DB, who went on to win the Melbourne Cup. But yeah, Gunner's right. It um, it has struggled recently from from wider draws, so it'll need a lot of luck, I think, uh, to to be in the mix. Yeah, great insight. Now, Gunner, moving on to race nine. Uh, you you mentioned this dog before, the, the great West Australian hope, West on Augie. Obviously, as you said, beat Benali uh, last start at uh, at Cannington. Um, Dollar twenty eight, very short. Uh, you know, is yeah, that it's pretty money for jam, or oh, it's prohibitive away? odds. You got to remember that the dogs aren't robots. They're, they're like the rest of us. They have good days and bad days. So, not a betting proposition for mine, but certainly cheering it because I like seeing the potential champions go through and and win the races that they deserve to win. And there's no doubt that that this one does. Uh, Another Fernando Bale pup that's taking all before it. It's beaten all the best dogs in Western Australia and and now this is its chance to beat some interstate raiders and then if it can compete and show its wares at this level, mm. then there's no doubt that it's it looks a, a decent Melbourne Cup dog and for any other features uh, later on in the year and early into next year. I, I, I'm, I'm a bit surprised here because I thought the table might rise a few centimetres because Gunnar's been talking about this dog for a long time and he's kept his excitement levels in check here. But, yeah, this does look like a superstar in the making and this will be its best test to see how good it actually is because it is against um, some, some good dogs. But, yeah, it's it's very short odds and I think it yeah just leads, wins and takes its place That's in the it's final. Do, isn't it? It's just got to get to get to the yep. final and then it can let rip there and, exactly. and really gun it. Yep. As Gunnar said, you know, <laughs> yeah. the robots. I don't think it really can compute that message, but, uh, you know, dollar twenty eight should be too good. That's, of course, Western Augie for uh, Crystal Health or Health? Chris Health, yep. yep. If you uh, if you want to have a bet in that in this race, uh, what a hoot. It's got really great early speed. Look, it'll probably get gunned, because there's only two place dividends, it'll probably get gunned down by something late. 
but at you know the twenty six dollar mark, thirty four dollar mark, if you if you want to have a, a bet on something, then uh, this will give you a good run for your money for the place. Great shout. Race 10, lads. The, uh, the second last heat of the night. My eye initially goes to Demon Bale as a, as a large Melbourne footy <laughs> club fan. I mean, Gunny, you caught me out at the jet the other day. Uh, <laughs> but there's something else here in the red uh, coming from the eight, which is Hecton Bale. Yeah, look, Hecton Bale, it is a, it's a very, very quick dog um, when it gets its own way. And out in the eight, it has run one of the quicker times at the Meadows over the 5.25. So um, I think it will get a bit of room early and we will see its best. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't see um, anything else really beating it. Manjagudup, if I pronounce that yeah. right. Yes, um, Manjagudup. He 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 caller. he can yeah he <laughs> can well in England he? he he has an unbelievable <laughs> record and can run time um but um yeah just thought he was a little bit off recently so thought Hecton um would muscle them and yeah it'd be too good yeah if it repeats it's twenty nine fifty three recently uh, at the Meadows from from out wide the, it's just going to win there's there's no doubt about it but it, it, it's a really awkward map and. You have to really take it on trust going to a, a new track for the first time at that quote. Is it something that you want to tip into? For, for me, no. Um, if it was a more reliable beginner, then yeah, I could. Uh, I'm actually going to tip Demon Bale here at around the $10 mark. When, whenever this dog finds the rail, he just seems to have a habit of, mm. uh, of just ploughing out the sectionals with, it, with nothing else being able to get past it. Uh, Manjagoda, very good and reliable dog, but I feel like it's plateaued to a certain extent. It probably has to take another step for a series like this. So I'm going to stick with Demon Bale at the price. Mm, very well said. Boys, as, as, as you're mentioning, it's, it's tight in these heats and obviously only the one dog going through the winner and then a couple back through, through time, am, am I right in saying? So, yeah, there's eight heats, the Perth Cup, so it's winner winner goes through and then a couple yeah on time. So, yeah, it's yeah. cutthroat. Get those uh, coveted... Um, reserve spots, uh, boys. Last race, of course. This one's jumping at bloody twelve thirty at night <laughs> if you're over here in the east. Now we mentioned about those sort of uh, these tight races. Looking at last week's race, Black Bombshell actually mowed down the favourite for this race, Max Profit. Now this one looks an absolute tantalising, you know, match up on paper. W- which way do you think that you could go on the night? Yeah, j- just a different draw for Black Bombshell this week. Uh, from memory, last week it was in a smaller field, obviously a weaker field, and it had the rail. Uh, it got all the brakes late, and this dog is very strong late. Uh, it just needs a bit of luck in running. Uh, I actually thought, uh, don't know what you thought, Simon, but I found this by far the weakest heat. Uh, and I For think sure. I think that if you're if you're at the winning post early on, uh, you're probably going to win this one. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I, yeah, it wasn't a race I was too keen on. I thought Max Profit leads, and yeah, that's as Gunnar said, that's where you want to be. Um, Black Bombshell was in the one last week. I thought he'd have a lot more trouble from the four. So, yeah, I thought Max Profit leads and wins but would not be, um, yeah, surprised if anything else happened, if something else happened. Yeah, it's a uh, – I mean, you look at its quote now and you can see it possibly getting shorter in the market because it's got such a good profile of being a good first sectional runner and a good leader. But it does get weak late, so it will be vulnerable if something else gets through. I thought Miss America in the one or Black Fusilier in the six. If you can get one of those dogs at $6 plus, I think that's that's a good bet to chase. Fantastic stuff. I love it. Boys, we're, we're getting towards the, uh, the pointy end of the show now. 
want to ask for those who have listened all the way through, what is your absolute best of the night and your absolute way, don't want to barb it of the, of the night? Uh, Sorry to put you on the spot here, boy. Yeah, <laughs> I thought my better than night would probably be backing Benali each way, probably more the place. Um, just, yeah, loved where it was drawn and um, he's just a very reliable dog at the moment. So that was that was sort of my each way better of the day. Um, but, yeah, I thought Rip and Sam would just win. Beautiful. Gunner? Uh, best of the night is Vanderwarp, so race eight, number eight. Uh, best value, Demon Bale, race 10, number two. And look, he could prove me wrong, but yeah, not available. I'd, I couldn't have it, um, particularly at the quote in the market. It, it'd be one that I'd be sinking the teeth into as a bookie. Fantastic. Lads, we, we said we would touch on a, a quick quaddy, race five uh, to eight. Let's uh, let's quickly run through these numbers and uh, we'll just about do it. Okay, I've gone um, in the first leg one and seven. Uh, second leg one two eight, third leg one six eight, and then I've thrown it out wide in the last leg, hoping that we're still alive and hoping for a bit of value with one three four five six eight. So just a field job there, mate. <laughs> I've left two out, mate. Hundred uh, combos. Yeah, there you go. Nah, that's fine, mate. If, yep. you, if, you, if you're winning on the night, that's all that matters. Uh, my my quality numbers: leg one, uh, two and seven; leg two, one and two. Leg three, one, six, eight, and the fourth leg, four, five, and eight. Very good. So Gunnar obviously going a little bit uh, riskier there. <laughs> yeah, he's a little skinnier. So, yeah, yeah, a little skinnier. skinnier. And, uh, and Skrill, of course, going the, uh, the the safer option, especially in the last leg. Boys, it's been a pleasure, of course, as we said at the top of the show. We're going we're gonna to be here weekly. Um, of course, with, with more and more greys. You know, going around, we'll, uh, that's a silly thing to say, we'll go around all the time. <laughs> As more are. and more big races, you know, go around, we'll, uh, we'll give you the best tips and, uh, you know, the, the mail and where the money's going and all that stuff. So, a pleasure to have you on and I'm um, looking forward to, uh, to singing the teeth into it next week. Thanks, Thanks Patty. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, Pat. All the best to the uh, listeners and the punters out there, and uh, we'll be back next week. Beautiful, boys. And uh, as as always, please, uh, please gamble responsibly and uh, enjoy your, your Saturday night. Could be a late one, but uh, hope you're up with Jonathan Brown watching, uh, watching <laughs> your things home.